find myself often asking, how do I tell if I'm an adult? I've met older people that are immature and act like they're still in high school, so what does it take to be an adult? The best I could come up with is not dying before you turn 18. So I have a hard time identifying as an adult, especially since I still feel like a kid. That being said, I want to talk with other quote adults and learn from them. After all, the quickest and typically the most painless way to learn is through others. Somehow, we're adults. And we are going. So what's up, Ty? Cheers, man. Cheers, Cheers brother. About damn, about damn time it happened. Sorry, sorry, sorry it took me so long to get in here. I'm I'm a busy man these days. <laughs> you are, so, man. So it seems. Yeah, we had for to, the time being. We had to get you here in the evening time. Well, I guess I guess it's nighttime if you count that, but I mean you are always busy, man. You uh you're in school still, right? Yeah, unfortunately. How much how much longer you got on that? Uh, I'm set to graduate in December, man. I'll have my bachelor's in finance. Yeah. What's the uh, so, what are, what's the goal? What are you trying to do? Not sure yet. I th- I think I want to do something along the lines of either purchasing or auditing. Yeah. I don't really know yet. What what dis- what made you decide to go to school for uh finance? Well, <clears throat> so I've never been a big school guy, but when I was Same. in when I was in high school, I was always more apt to like my math classes and stuff and it just kind of came naturally to me. So, um and at the time I decided to go back to school, I was working night shift and there was just no uh, side of me getting off. And I don't know, I just wanted to get off night shift and yeah, yeah. just being in school got me off night shift. So, but when you were, when you were in high school, just, it was just the math that made you think you wanted to go into finance. You were just good at math. No, 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 no. When I was in high school, I wasn't even, college wasn't even a thought to me. And it's crazy because I graduated with a 3.7. I graduated with highest honors, actually, right. in high school. But I applied for no... The only college I applied for was a community college. And I just went there for a couple of semesters. And I was pretty much like, fuck this. And just yeah. went on about my thing. But, you know, kind of an immature thing to do. But then I feel like when you're a part of a group of friends and you start seeing your friends go to school and get degrees and start succeeding in life and stuff, that kind of, or in my opinion, it should at least push you to try to do the same thing. For sure. So when my friends started graduating and stuff and started going back to school and stuff. I was, Getting like legit jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and not to, not to say I don't have a legit job, but... Right. Well, no, no, you, you you're, just, you're always... You were working night you shift. Should, you, and, should, you, yeah. should, you should always... Be trying to improve in some way, shape, or form, in my opinion. Right. Is what I agree. It all gets back to you. I agree. Um, so, so you get out of high school, you don't go straight into college, you go straight to working, and then... I do go straight into college, okay. out of high school, actually. But you just, it's because you just, I just did, did a couple. I just did a couple semesters, and I was just, at, at that point in my life, like, everything was kind of like a joke to me, almost, yeah. and just not, just, I don't want to say a bad spot, because I wasn't really doing anything bad, just no ambition, Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. See, I had like an opposite problem. I had like a lot of ambition, but like no idea what for. You know what I mean? Like, like, like not, like didn't I didn't know what direction you wanted to put right. yourself in. Right. I think that's probably why, what part of the podcast started from is like, so I went to, same thing, right after high school, I went to college and I went to just community college. And then I freaking I hated community college. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, it felt like yeah, it was it like, sucks, bro. I'm paying for high school again. 
You know what I mean? Just like harder high school. And it wasn't even that much harder. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, you, you go to school less, which was cool. And so I was working more. But like, you know, I didn't feel like it was worthy of anything. And then, you know, I you know was dating at that time too and getting in a serious relationship. And I was like, all right, like I want to go and be, I want to go like make full-time money and see what's out there. Because I'm like, once I got my associate's degree, which is just your first two years, which is mm-hmm. basically just like high school. You yeah, know I've I mean? got an associate's right now. But when I got done with that, I was like, well, I don't know what I want to do, what I want my focus to be. You know what I mean? So when I did that, I was like, I don't, I don't want to go spend, because once you get out of community college and go to like a, a four-year college, like the cost of tuition goes up a lot. And I was like, I need to make sure that when I go there, that what I'm doing like I'm for sure about because too many people like go to college and they're like, okay, I want to do finance. And then like, I know a lot of people, how old are you? 27, bro. Yeah. So I'm sure you've met some people that went to college for something, got done with it, had a degree in whatever, and then completely pursued a different thing that has nothing to do with their degree. And it was like, what was the point of even spending all that money? Oh, oh, I got some close friends. One that uh, went to school for a bachelor's degree in criminology, bro. He is n- his job has nothing to do with criminology right yeah. now. He's doing well for himself, right? But he's right. just not using his degree, right? And see, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. And that's the thing, man. That's the that's the problem with like with how high school and stuff is set up. In my opinion, is that like you don't get any kind of like sense of direction. You know what I mean? They're like they're trying to get factory workers, is what it feels like. Push in, push out. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I mean, that's apparently someone told me, and this I'm probably spreading misinformation. But I don't give a shit. My podcast. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> uh, someone we told write me, the rules now. Exactly. Exactly. No one's no one's telling me what to do. But uh, no, it's apparently something to do with like the bell schedule at mm-hmm. school is because I guess in uh, production like facilities or whatever manufacturing facilities apparently like a lot of them use bell or back in the day when they implemented it they used like a bell schedule for like breaks for and like shit. lunch and breaks yeah. and shit time yeah. to go home shift change yep yeah dude, that's what fuck, I heard dude fuck that yeah that but, makes sense though I mean but like think about how the how much shit you learned in high school that has no out no like real world use. Like that, I don't use it all. Pretty much, it's been since like eighth grade on. I mean, there might have been a couple of classes sprinkled in that had some kind of use, but like the fact that you learn a foreign language in high school or like in college, when it's the Dude, they, they statistically show the older you get, the less likely you are to retain a language. It's like, why aren't you guys making like foreign language mandatory in younger kids? Then I don't get that. Dude, it's crazy too that you mentioned that. I took three years of Spanish in high school, and I know like. Nothing. Probably. Barely the basics. <laughs> Same. Like, I, I might, I two, might be still. able to count to 10 right now in yeah. Spanish. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. That's a stretch. Yeah. I Dude, that's one thing I wish I wish I knew how to speak Spanish. Because I can give you a leg up, too, in society as far as, like, you know, like, most jobs. Getting like, bilingual jobs. Job, bilingual jobs. shit on a resume, dude. Yeah. Yeah. See, man, I always kind of wanted to learn, like, German or some shit. <laughs> just, to be, just to stick out from the crowd. I mean, I know that's pretty much probably... Not as useful as Spanish, but apparently that's yours. But um, I have a buddy that speaks German. I don't know how fluent it is or not because I don't have anybody that's able to, uh, you know, come through and tell me if he's right or if he's wrong. He's just bullshitting you. Yeah, pretty well. (laughs) Maybe I mean I don't know no better. So you know, if if it works, it works. But I don't know, man. So so what's uh. What's your idea? Once you, how much longer do you have left in college? Uh, it's probably towards the end of this year. Okay, fall okay. of this year I'm supposed to graduate with my BA. Okay, cool. Congratulations, man! You excited? 
kind of. I feel like right now it's January, so I still got quite a bit of time to go. So I'm not really focused on that right now. Like I'm, I think maybe like a couple months before I graduate, I'll start getting excited. Yeah. What and it, yes, it, I will be excited, bro. Like I, I literally, like a four year degree, bro. It feels like I've been in school for like eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, if you're 27, so how long has it been? I mean, have you been doing school part time? No, I do school full time and work full time. Jesus, man! And do all the shit. And I, you and all the other. You shit just came I do. from the gym, and you got time for a podcast. You're killing it, man. But see, man, my thing about my take on that is staying like busy like that, dude. I I literally stay so fucking busy. Yeah. Like I cannot tell you the last time I just sat around the house and took time to chill. Right. But, do you miss that? Yes and no. I feel like staying busy and constantly being busy doing doing something like uh, helps keep you focused, mm-hmm. helps keep you sharp, keep your mind off things and you stuff. You get tired too. It helps with anxiety. Yeah. You I'm got very, any problems sleeping? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. That's another reason why I wanted to get off night shift was because I was having issues sleeping. And uh, Probably never had issues sleeping before, huh? Never, bro. I'd go to sleep at like 9 p.m. Now I go to sleep at like 11, 11.30 still to this day. And, uh, I mean, I get like six hours a night. Yeah, that's, you know, pretty decent. Some, I mean, sometimes I get... So I, I try to aim for like freaking nine, but doing everything Dude, I nine's do... nine's a lot, bro. I know, bro. You're telling me? It ends up being somewhere between six I and eight. I can't tell eight. you I ever... Last time I got nine hours of sleep... Bro, especially with like, uh, you watch UFC fights too, right? Yeah. Especially on UFC fights because we're on the East Coast and freaking. Oh, you got to stay, you staying up past your bedtime, boy. By a lot. By a lot. Them freaking two o'clock nights hit hard, man. Because, you know, we'll go somewhere and watch a fight and hang out with some friends. And then, you know, main event starts at 10. And next thing you know, it's two in the morning. It sucks to be on the East Coast. Even, bro, I've noticed that like, even when they have fights, like if the, the event happens on the East Coast, they still start the main event at 10. Yeah, well, you got to think, too, uh, the UFC organization is based out of Out West, so that yeah. kind of makes sense. And, and they're three hours behind us. So it, yeah. when it's 10 here, it's 7 well, there. That's, well, that's I mean, like even with football games. Football games don't start over here till 8.30 at night, whether it be on a Sunday night or a Monday night or something like that. So I'm up until fucking midnight on a Monday <laughs> night watching a Monday night football game. Yeah, you're big into football, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, stuff happening in football. I guess right now, I don't know much about football. I don't follow football at all. Football's about over, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the comp- college football's been over for about a month, and then you got the conference championship games: NFC, AFC. It's LA Rams against 49ers, NFC, and Bengals against the Chiefs, AFC. Winner of that goes to the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah, and the and the Bucks are out of that, right? Yeah, Bucks lost on a last second field goal the other week. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, why do you think it's hilarious? I'm not a Bucks fan, bro. Oh, you're not Ravens fan. Oh yeah, why is that? Did you uh, are you from Florida? Yeah, bro. Oh, okay. Born and raised. Yeah, same. I am a Ravens fan because back when <clears throat> John Gruden was the coach of the Bucks, and they won their first Super Bowl, something about. John Gruden just rubbed my dad the wrong way for whatever reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. 
and my dad went to high school with Ray Lewis. So oh shit, yeah. So. Oh, because because you're from you're in Lakeland, mm-hmm. and uh, and Ray Lewis is from Lakeland, right? Yeah, yeah. Kathleen. Wow, that's awesome. So he just started rooting for the Ravens, and I just kind of picked up from there. Yeah, was he friends with Ray Lewis by chance? Or did he know him? He knew him. Yeah, yeah probably one of those things. Not yeah. like not like big time friends because I think my dad was a senior and Ray Lewis was a freshman. I think it's not. I, I think it's not more of a, like a personal friendship type thing, but like, like they like, hey, that guy grew up where I grew at. Yeah, up at. yeah, yeah. So you wrote for his team because he only played on the Ravens, right? That's it, bro. Heck yeah! Like, like uh, so we started a fran the franchise in '96, and I believe the Ravens only been around since '96. Well, <clears throat> they were the. Uh, It's weird. They they bounced around. So they were like they were like the Baltimore Colts back in the sixties. And then they moved to Indianapolis because it was a bigger market, I guess. Baltimore wasn't quite ready for a football team yet. And they moved back. Or that's that's when they moved to Indy and started the Colts franchise, which is still going on, obviously. Right. right. Indianapolis Colts, yeah. So then they up and decided they wanted to they added two franchises. I forget who the other franchise was. It might be the Tennessee Titans or something like that. Yeah. But they added two franchises and the Ravens were one of them in ninety six. Did you grow up watching football or did you play football growing up? Yeah. I played football till like the eighth grade. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've always liked it? Because like I played so, like, back in the day, I was really into baseball. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I played, like, Little League baseball. And, like, man, I was freaking watching the Rays play every time they were playing. See, if man, they weren't I played, playing, I was playing, watching the I played the baseball as a kid, too, man. But that's just something that can never grasp my attention watching it. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those a things. It's a lot slower. It's one of those things that's weird because I like going to a, a, a baseball game opposed to watching it on TV. But I like watching a football game on TV as opposed to going to a football game. Oh, you don't like going to a football game? I do. I'll go. Right, just not. It's not the same. Yes, you can see it better, man. It's, you got a, uh, you know, a fridge full of beer sitting yeah. right there across from you. you yeah, you're not sitting in the stands. AC, because I mean, football games you're going to right now. Like most of the time, it's like high school, so you're sitting on bleachers, some hard ass bleachers, or you're going to like freaking uh, local colleges kind of thing. And there's not really any good local colleges. Well, the swamp, the Gators uh, stadiums, all bleachers. Yeah, really? Yeah, bro. That's uncomfortable. Most of it. That's uncomfortable. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. And don't you go you... to the Gators games a lot? Yeah, it's where my little brother goes to school. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh there's a restaurant there that's really good. It's like a breakfast place. Uh was it called like the Flying Biscuit or something like that? Yep. Bro, that place is mm-hmm. bussin'. Yep. That place is so good. We went there on our way back from hunting once. We we waited for an hour. And it was you're so like, worth like, it. Man, this place has got to be good, dude, dude. So worth it. I'd go back <laughs> like, again. And like, I'd man, wait two hours. You're like, man, this place has got to be good. If there's that long of a wait. Yeah, we we decided that. Well, my buddy had been there, and he had said, you know, normally when we go hunting, uh, we would hunt. So like, we leave like Friday night. Deer hunting, obviously, right? Well, pig hunting, pig any, hunting, any, hunt, any kind of so hunting. We got our, we have like a hunting lease up in North Florida. And so we'd get off, I mean, it's like three and a half, four hour, it's pretty much like a four hour drive. So we'd mm-hmm. get off work, you know, 4.45, five-ish, you know. So I get home at like 5.30, right? I'd get home, pack all our shit, be out of here by like six, seven, typically more towards seven, get there at like 11. So it's late at night. We crash, wake up at 
four or five in the morning, get dressed, and then we go uh, we go into the woods. So we'd hunt Saturday morning, Saturday night, middle of the day. There's not really anything doing, so we, we do any work that needs to be done to keep up with the place. And then typically we would hunt Sunday mornings too, and then we would do some more work after that and then head home. But we would get home like five or six o'clock at night on a Sunday and then go back to work Monday. So what we decided to do is stop doing that morning hunt and then just wake up at like seven because, dude, by the time you get home Sunday night, if you do a morning hunt, like you're freaking dog tired, especially if you kill something Saturday night. You stay up till eleven o'clock midnight on a Saturday night. I mean, in, when you, have you ever been hunting before? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I was actually getting ready to say, uh, well, my dad, my dad actually is the manager of the lease, but I was on a lease in. I guess I'm technically still on the lease, but I haven't been in two seasons in southeast georgia okay yeah it's a six hour drive so literally what you were yeah. saying like i've had those weekends many a time freaking you get home sunday night dog tired and i do I, I love hunting too dude but it's just i just hadn't had the time these past couple of years i've been busy doing other shit yeah full-time full full-time school and full-time, full-time working working and- a bunch of my friends getting married and stuff dude yeah a bunch of my friends having kids bro it's crazy it's crazy man i know you feel like like that's one of the things that's weird about like growing up is like kids your, your friends start having kids and then you're like friends are getting married and stuff and i'm like man i feel like i could go back to high school tomorrow yeah you know what i mean but i'm but i'm comfortable with it man uh it's just uh you know not everybody goes through everything in life at the same time and you know yeah i'm just i'm just rolling yeah. with it roll with the punches as they come mm-hmm, pretty yeah. much yeah, but yeah. So when we go hunting, I I tr- we try and basically we're just gonna like sleep in Sunday mornings, come back, and and uh, you know stop at that place because that place is stop awesome. Stop at the Flying yeah. Biscuit. Yeah. So what uh, do you and your dad watch football together? Yeah, uh, we used to watch just about every game together when I was younger. But I mean, you know, now you know I'm either he don't go up he don't go up to any of the games and yeah, I try to watch at least. Two or three football games with my dad a year. Yeah, you watch any hockey? I do. See, so that's what. But that's see, the... I'm a see, I'm a hockey fan, man. I get I get into hockey about you know summertime when there's not shit else on to watch and it's like playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm a Lightning fan. Like, <laughs> what's the quotes? I don't own any quotes? Lightning apparel. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are there any sports you don't like? Just baseball, pretty much. And it's not even you don't like no, it. You I don't, just don't, like, not, I don't. You don't watch like it on TV. It. I can. I, I'll watch any any kind of sport, man. And uh, the other the other the other reason why I like watching sports so much is because I don't really have time to get into shows. Yeah. Or sit down and watch a full movie. You know what I mean, bro? I fall asleep in movies quick. Yeah, I, I friggin' like like if I sit down for 20, 30 minutes, even if the movie's done. good, I've dude, I fall asleep during really good movies. Just because, like, is like, this like a movie theater thing, or just anywhere in general, dude. Any, like, in my living room, I'll fall asleep in twenty three for a great movie. I, I think that's the, the thing is like you're just relaxed. Yeah, my body knows when I stop moving. You don't that means worry about like, other shit. When I stop moving and my brain stops working and something else is taking control of what I'm thinking about, like like a movie or something like that, it's like all right, it's time to go to bed. Out, lights out, done. Lights now, out on these O's. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. So uh, I guess we can move on to because because you just got back from was it Montana? Yeah, Montana, man. What were you doing in Montana? Uh, Belgrade, Montana is where I was at about a week ago. We went uh, so two of my friends. One of my friends is getting married in March. 
One of my buddies is getting married in May. I've actually got to go to Columbia for that one. Columbia, like the country? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. He ever been outside of the United States? Only on a cruise, bro. Yeah, which is like I haven't no, flown. I haven't flown international. Yeah, now, I feel like when you go out of country for the for a cruise or something, it don't count. Bro. No, I don't think so either. Because I've done the same thing. Because it's nothing. It's nothing. But they're they're dumping you off at an all inclusive resort or tourist area, and it's nothing but nothing but Americans there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going into the fucking yeah guts of Colombia. That's gonna be a freaking wild time. Hopefully I'll get to watch some fucking chicken fights out there, dude. Dude, what is it about it? Like, what is it about a chicken fight that makes you want to watch it? Because I'm the same way, and I maybe, don't know what it maybe, is. Maybe because it's just, I I think half of it's got to do, like, with the same reason we like UFC fights, because it's, like, violence. Yeah. And, and then I, it's also, I mean, and then also, like, over there, you know, that shit's legal. So I'm getting that adrenaline rush at the same time where, like, over here, I like feel like I was doing something wrong. I guess. I guess what I think about chicken fights is it's like most people don't view chickens as like like they don't think like a cow and a chicken's the same thing. You know, obviously they're they're two very different things. And chickens are freaking like mean. Bro. They're little pterodactyls, dude, dude. Those roosters are mean, bro. Dude. You ever been chased by one? Yeah, yeah. And my mom has one. Too. My mom has one. His freaking like legs are about like the thickness of a quarter, son. He that dude is he is stout, and I freaking hate that bird hate him bro and over there they put the little blades on their uh talons and stuff i mean it's cruel but like it is man but, but like i don't know i don't want to not see one I, th- th- maybe that's just the dumbass in me but i i would i'm not gonna lie oh, i can I tell you right now i can tell you right now i'm definitely going to a cockfight when you, i'm in you, columbia you gonna bet on it yeah <laughs> what's what's max bet i don't know Dude, and that's the other thing, too. So my buddy was born there. They moved over here when he was, like, five. So he goes back over there frequently, like, I don't know, once every couple years or something. Dude, he said, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's just something egregious, bro. The the value of a U.S. dollar over there. Yeah? Like you said, I can take 20 bucks U.S. dollars over there and just swap it out at the embassy or the airport or wherever you go, and it's like a week's paycheck over here. Man, that's crazy. I'd be worried about winning the winning if you bet on a cockfight and then getting jumped oh, <laughs> afterwards. God, bro. I don't know, man. They're gonna be you're gonna have a bunch of buddies with you. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. There's this COVID shit's kind of throwing a wrench in our plan right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, because right now you technically have to be vaccinated to fly over to Colombia. Yeah, you didn't get the the vaccine. I'm not getting that shit, bro. Why, why would I? Why would I get it when I haven't been sick in two years? Yeah, you never got COVID, dude. Yeah. I haven't had. I haven't had a cold since this shit came out. <laughs> I, I knock on wood. I haven't had COVID either. But I uh, that you know of that. I, well, I also have been vaccinated. But the reason I've been vaccinated is because I'm higher at risk than most yeah, people. Yeah, no, I get it, man. And dude, that's the thing, man. Is when I when I say I'm not getting the vaccine, that's not me knocking anybody that's getting the right, vaccine. Right, right. It's because you choose not to. You're yeah. you're like statistically speaking, like I'm no doctor. I don't know the statistics, but like it, the older you are, the worse off you are, and the younger and healthier you are. I mean, you're a freaking like in shape. You know what I mean. You just came from the gym. Like you're not some lard ass. You know. Well, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah. you're not a lard ass. I mean, you have a, a thing for Tito's vodka, but like that. But, you, but listen, you're healthy. You drink Sprite Zero yeah, with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You so, gotta like, watch that calorie intake, man. <laughs> but but like you're a healthy guy. Like if I didn't have any pre-existing conditions, I'm not sure I would have gotten it. You know. 
Yeah, man, and just, I don't know. I don't like the idea of something being pushed on me, man. It, if if something's pushed on you, it should be so apparent. That's what I said on I said on a previous podcast with my buddy Tommy. I said if it was if it was as good as they want to believe it is, then it you would there wouldn't be much convincing. It would be like here's how perfect this thing is, well, and you wouldn't have would, to you wouldn't have to mandate nothing yeah, because everyone would, would believe it. And I hate that term mandate, bro. Until about a year and a half ago, I never heard the term mandate. Yeah. Over here, dude. It's ridiculous, man. It feels like it's like a power grab. They're just trying to see what all they can convince people to do. I don't know. It, it just feels slimy. Uh, man, I don't like talking about this shit too much. I want the FBI kicking <laughs> the damn door down. Well, but, but like, <laughs> no, but this I get is what the you're shit, saying. This is the shit that pisses me off, though, is like, we feel weird talking about it because we're doing a podcast right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, in a free country. But we'd have this fucking conversation if no one was listening. But, like, weird thing, right? Do you believe that your phone, like, have you ever gotten sponsored ads for something that you've only ever talked about? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, you're always being listened to, see, so bro, now we're just being the, honest about it. See, and that's the thing that I don't, that I don't, that, I mean, like, you know, the people that are like, oh, I'm not getting the COVID vaccine, they can inject you with a microchip or something. Bitch, you don't think the government can bend find you, you dumbass? <laughs> you carrying yeah. around a fucking iPhone with a location service on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not getting the COVID. That's the most bullshit excuse yeah. to not get the vaccine. You know you know motherfuckers really believe that shit. Yeah, dude. I mean the 5G thing, that's a legit thing. There's legit people who think that 5G is causes, putting off radiation <laughs> causing COVID. I mean, listen, I'll Radi- hear an argument, yeah. but I'm not convinced. Yeah, no. I yeah. mean, I mean, dude, it's it's freaking annoying, man. Stand on your beliefs, man, but yeah, it the whole COVID shit's just it's annoying. It's just like like at what point at what point do you think it ends? Because, I mean, next thing you know, they're going to have the freaking Megatron variant. They're going to have all these different variants. Shit, pretty soon I might have a variant named after me. Dude. They might be running out of names so quick. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Maybe. That'd be cool. The Thai variant. It sounds, it sounds legit. That's going to be the deadly one. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not going to just fizzle out quick? Yeah, it might. <laughs> Hey, pass that Tito's, man. I gotta, I, yeah, no, I'm, no, I'll, no. Do, I'll do a refill, yeah, too, let's, man. Let's do a refill. Listen, appreciate the, the... Listen, I've never had Tito's before. This oh, was for the first sure, man. For Party favors, dude. That's awesome, man. Low, low calorie. Is it really? I don't know. It's clear liquor, so I feel like it's healthy. This is, like, this is like salad, right? Liquor. Yeah, the, like sal- sal- the, the, the salad version of liquor. Yeah, because I like bourbon, but that shit... I mean, you feel that the next day. I like uh, this, too, this stuff's bro. pretty pretty what, inexpensive what, too. What? Dude, it is here. So Bust me off some sprite too, please. Back back to the uh Montana trip. So we went That's good. We went to Montana and um I didn't know that Montana's like a Native American state. Like most of that most of that shit out there is Indian ground. Really? So they can put up a fucking casino wherever they want. Yeah. Every single gas station in that little Belgrade town I was in was a gas station slash liquor store slash casino. Sounds like you're moving there. Every single one. Sounds like no, that's your, your home. No, <laughs> see, I don't need those problems, man. If the Circle K if the Circle K had a casino and liquor store around the corner <laughs> from my problems. house, yeah, that could be very problematic for me. <laughs> it's a good vacation that could, spot. That man. could be very problematic for me. <laughs> 
Yeah. So uh, when you uh, when but we about- but we went. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So like, for instance, here that handle probably cost me twenty six bucks, and we were on our way back from the ski resort one time one day, and I was like, dude, let's swing in. And I I need to get a handle of Tito's, and we swung into that liquor store, and I walk into this place right, and there's like a uh, there's like the regular convenience store. And then there's this little door to the side that looks like it goes to the liquor store, right? Well, you walk into the liquor store, and then there's like 12 or 15 slot machines and like automatic. Everything's automated in these little casinos. Full bar, TVs and shit in there. At a gas station? I was at an Exxon gas station, bro. Yeah, that does sound problematic, doesn't it? It was called uh, Magic Something Casino and Liquor Stores. There was like five or six of them in that town I was in. And this is a small town, bro. Yeah. Like, small. Like That'd be problematic. Can you imagine if you'd be on your way to work, stop at the gas station? I, just, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be on my way to work. Be, I'd be on my way to the gas station so casino. Yeah, be so, you'd be work at the casino. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be on, but, but so anyways, that's like 26 bucks here. I bought one at that little liquor store. Dude, it was like 50 bucks. Jeezy Pete. Well, they, they understand. Well, I mean, why do you think it was so expensive? I, I was going to guess, but I have no idea. I guess because they can make their own prices. That's the only place you can... It's probably where they make most of their money is from the liquor and the casino stuff there. But, so then, anyways, something else that was cool, which this makes no sense to me, um, there's a college that was right by where... So, the ski resort was like an hour and 15 minutes in this direction, and then 20 minutes this way was Bozeman, Montana, which is where Montana State University's at. So we, w- we went out there one night, and um, I'm not going to shy away from it. I go out on the town quite a bit, okay? <laughs> so I know, I, like you said I, know the, I know the running rate of drink prices pretty well. Yeah. You know when it's someone is asking $20 for a Tito's yeah, Sprite, so you anyways, know it's a little crazy. We go, we go to these uh, bars in uh, Bozeman, Montana, and there's just like a, like a strip, dude, like... I'm telling you, it's like, it was kind of sort of similar to like uh, downtown Lakeland almost, Mm -hmm. but way more bars because it was a college town. So we just get money out of the ATM and we hop from bar to bar to bar. And um, I ordered a a bottle of Mick Ultra and a double Tito's and Sprite, a double. And I said, well, how much do I owe you? And the girl says, eight bucks. Dude, and that was in so that was in Bozeman, yeah, where it's eight dollars for a double Tito's and Sprite and a Michelob, yeah. But now, mind you, down here a bottle of Michelob is going to run you about seven bucks if you're yeah. out drinking. Yeah, jeez. So I was like, dude, oh. I was like, holy shit, man. Maybe I need to look into transferring up to this college. See if yeah. they offer any finance degrees. I'm saying, man. I'm saying, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not opposed to going back to school, but. I don't know, man. I got. I got to. I feel like I got to be really. It's got to be one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, I'm for sure this is what I want to do, and there's got to be like a clear writing on the wall why I need to do it. Because like I feel like college has like, it's lost its potency. You know what I mean? Because to me, college like like when our parents and grandparents went to school, those like college was everything. But now yeah, I feel well, like because less people were going. Yeah, but now, now everybody's going. Now everybody's going. It's losing losing its potency. And not only that, the people that are coming out of college are starting at the same place as people who didn't go to college. So, like, 
like it's like well what's the point of having that piece of paper if all it's gonna if everyone starts at the same spot well, all it's gonna do is just give me debt yeah exactly well, how many how many like lazy ass people have you met that had college degrees you know what I mean? i've met some people like i've i've gotten job raises or like not job raises i guess like job like uh what's passed it up. Uh, not passed up but i've gotten promoted over people with more college, college experience than i did but it's because they were lazy asses, you know what I mean? Well, see, man, to me, a college degree is simply nothing more than an enhancer that you can put on your resume. But, I mean, really, the best, most efficient training that you're going to get is on-job training. Yeah, that's what they want. Like, if I got, like, I got a finance degree, I know how to do, like... Like, trying to keep the mic closer. I know how to do, like, like financial formulas and stuff like that, yeah. equations, whatever, whatever you want to call them. But, I mean, if I get a job as, like, an auditor or something, I'm not going to know exactly how to audit things just from going to school. I'm going to have to get my feet wet just like any other job. Right. You'll just have, like, maybe a little bit more experience than somebody that's freaking just knowledge. flipping burgers. Yeah. Yeah, just knowledge. Yeah. Now, um, when it comes to, like, college, like, do you feel like that's a 100% necessary for somebody who's coming right out of high school? No. What's your recommendation? Just would you say? Would you tell like if you had kids right now, would you want them to go to college, or to be only if they wanted to? Did your parents push you to go to college? No. No. Uh, my recommendation would be uh, just uh, do whatever you're comfortable doing. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Put yourself in a well to a certain extent, right? Well, yeah. I mean, don't be out like doing crank and be unemployed and shit like that. But don't be like you're living like you're living in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> don't make don't make that shit a weekly habit. All right, next stories I need to hear about are your Vegas stories. <laughs> Vegas was uh, an event, dude. Yeah. How many times you been? Once. Yeah. How long were you there? We flew in on, let's see, we flew in on Friday morning early. We flew out of Tampa. We flew out of Tampa. Our flight took off at like 5 a.m., 5.30 in the morning, something like that. Had to be to the airport at like 3.30, 4 o'clock, and then we flew back on Monday night. And I took that Tuesday off. That's what it was. So we were out there four days, which was plenty enough. Yeah? Plenty enough. You get any sleep while you're out there? About three hours a night. <laughs> what did you guys... So, like, did you go to, like, casinos? What did you do? Everything. Everything? What's everything mean? Let me, let me map you through our first day. Please do. Okay. So, um... It's my buddy Blake. He's the first one of our buddies to get married, right? And uh, we didn't even really ask him where he wanted to go on a bachelor party or anything. We didn't even really let him. I don't even think he wanted to go to Vegas. I don't think that was his first choice. But we just told him, like, hey, bitch, we're going to fucking Vegas. <laughs> so <clears throat> we booked the flights, whatever. And um, uh, we get up, carpool. It was like five of us went to the airport and I'm actually I'm scared to death of flying, bro. Why is that? I don't know. 
You don't like heights? No, I'm a I'm a roller coaster free fall junkie, dude. Zip yeah. lines, I'll do all that shit. Huh. But there's a difference in my my brain. There's a difference between like 200 feet up in there and 35,000 feet up in there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you're gonna die. And you're just from in both. this little, and you're just in this little cabin. You're know, gonna die from both. I can't, of you fall. I can't process that though, dude. Anyway, flying doesn't scare me. I'm terrified of heights. Besides the point. Uh, so needless to say, I'm not driving to the airport. And uh, my buddy told me the night beforehand. He was like. He was like, hey, man, because we went to New Orleans for this guy's 21st birthday. He's like, hey, man, you remember what we used to do uh, in the morning out in New Orleans? And I was like, yeah, Irish coffees. He's like, I got some Jameson at the house. I was like, well, fuck it. I'll pick up some Baileys. Yeah. And I'm literally there in the front seat of my own truck, not driving, mixing up an Irish coffee as my buddy drives my truck to the airport. <laughs> So this is at like 5 a.m., so I slug two of those before we get on the plane. Calms you down a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. After after that, I'm I'm even kill, dude. And really, I guess for whatever reason, it's, it's only the takeoff. Like after the takeoff, I kind of like settle in. Takeoff and landing for planes are aggressive. That's like that's the part that, that I'm the most landing like, like tense on. Landing don't bother me. Yeah? But, but anyways... Um, so you're in Vegas. You get there, plane lands. Walk me through that. So you're already slightly buzzed. No, no I'm pretty. I'm pretty fucking buzzed because <laughs> Did I you drink on the plane too. Yeah, no, I had I had a, a a double tall screwdriver on the plane after those two hours coffees. Yeah. So one of my buddies set it up. <clears throat> They're not really party buses. What they are is Sprinter vans. Yeah. And it's basically like. Pretty much like a limo, but it's in the back of a Sprinter van, so there's more room. Yeah. It's got the wraparound couch, the TV, the speakers and shit. They set that up to pick us up from the airport. Dude, it was like 50 bucks a person. That's not bad. So there was like eight or nine of us, bro. It was 50 bucks for them to pick us up from the airport. And they had two 30-packs of Mick Ultra sitting on ice for us in the party bus. And this is like 9.30 in the morning Vegas time. That's not bad. So I, that sounds pretty legit. We go to, they take us, we set up a tea time and rent clubs and all this shit. It's part of the party bus deal. It cost us like a hundred bucks a piece to ride on the party bus, go to this nice golf course, which is the nicest golf course I've ever been to in my life, by the way. And this place is in Hendersonville, which is right outside of Vegas. It's actually where the Raiders new stadium's at. Yeah. We drove past the Raiders new stadium. Get out to the golf course, go golfing and stuff. Uh, buy buy beers out there, dude. From like the uh, cart girls or whatever that were riding around out there, dude. A six pack on this golf course was twenty five bucks. Jesus. My buddy bought three of them while we were out there. So you 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 before you even got on the plane in Tampa, you're drinking. You oh, get on the plane, course. you're drinking. Bro, we're talking about Vegas, bitch. I'm telling you, this man. This ain't no family vacation. I'm telling you, bro. Listen, your poor little liver on that trip, okay? But so it anyways. Was out. So anyways, um, we golfed there and shit, and it's, it was seven of us that were golfing. And then two of us were meeting back at the hotel later on that night because they just got a later flight. Yeah. And, um... So there's nine of you going to be total. Nine total, yeah. yeah. And we had two, 
we had two rooms. It's not it's not the MGM like the big MGM. It's called the MGM Signature. It's like three it's like three different towers that we were staying at. And we were on like the 37th floor which was sketchy as fuck. Why is that? Cuz it was a balcony with just no like it was just a straight balcony looking over 37 floors and just looking down the strip of Vegas. Yeah. That, Dude, that's got to be cool how, though. Do you know how high up 37 floors yeah, is? Yeah, I went, I've, I've had dinner on like a uh, skyscraper at like 50, 52 floors. That's, I mean, getting close to the window, I was like, because I'm terrified of heights too, so think about that, I'm like getting close to the window, I'm like, well, shit. But so anyways, yeah. at this point, we're not even, we haven't even been to the hotel yet. Yeah, you're at the golf course still. Yeah, we're at the golf course still. So we got we got to wait a little while after we finished for the bus to come pick us back up. I don't know what the fuck that lady was doing still. I have no clue, but we had to wait at the clubhouse for like an hour and a half. So you're drinking. Slamming beers <laughs> at the clubhouse. Dude, and it looked like they were having a at, by the time we got back it was like 5 o'clock. It looked like they were starting to have like a formal dinner, bro. There was a bunch of people. And you're wasted. I wouldn't really say wasted, bro. I yeah, well, wasted. you're outside. Outside you're probably sweating a little bit. Yeah, I was drunk. Yeah. We were all drunk. A little polluted. Uh, yeah, so, uh, dude, we're just sitting up at the bar chugging beers and shit, and these people just keep funneling in. And this is a nice clubhouse, bro. Yeah. Like, this is probably, like, so at the same like time, a, like a four- or five-star restaurant. Yeah, but you guys are probably looking like a bunch of yahoos up in there. Yeah, just a bunch for of a Central Florida rednecks. <laughs> Getting hammered. Dude, so then the lady finally comes and picks us back up. We stop at a liquor store and get whatever. I got like a 12-pack of those Happy Dad seltzers, the mm-hmm. Nelk Boy shit. I haven't heard of that before. They're good, bro. You should yeah. try them. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you like shit like that. I, dude, if it's free and it's cold, those are my two favorite. Okay. I, I'm not very picky when it comes to I don't like cinnamon-flavored shit, but... But we walk into the... Um, we walk into the lobby of the hotel at this point. We all got liquor or beer or whatever in our hands drinking them in the lobby of this hotel nobody gives a shit bro it's vegas nobody gives a you're shit you're not actively having sex with a stripper you're doing all right so we get up we get up to the room start pre-gaming and shit before we go <laughs> yeah pre-gaming <laughs> there might have been a what slight was the whole beginning of the story there might have been a slight bit of adderall involved listen you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do i guess but dude, it's either we, caffeine or Adderall is more honest, I guess. Both. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to do what so you got to do. Even, dude, we didn't even. I don't even think we showered, bro. I just think we changed, partied there. There was like, when was that? That was October or something. We were watching some kind of football on TV, but it was a Friday night. We were just getting reckless, dude. Yeah, you just you and your buddies, it's like freaking in in no the, control party capital of the world bro yeah. and new orleans gave me that same kind of vibe but i was just like younger at the time i went to new orleans and new orleans is just like yeah don't go to new orleans bro no why not it's just a filthy place really i've heard filthy. that i've heard mixed reviews like it stinks that's what i've heard but I, now but i heard the food's really good but it is yeah. it is it is but now me saying that i was also staying right off bourbon street that's what, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, maybe if you get more in, and I was 21, so all we cared about was Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, maybe you get more in depth of New Orleans, it gets nicer, I don't know. 
Oh, it isn't isn't part of the reason it's so terrible or like, smelling wise is because it's like um like the elevation Under the water. There. Yeah, pretty much. So like the sewage is just always backed up. Dude, I walked out of the hotel in New Orleans one morning, bro, and it's Vegas is the same way, but it's just twenty four seven. You can go anywhere. I think the bar is closed for like closed for like thirty minutes for breakfast, just so they can <laughs> just so they can fucking clean up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, dude, I walk out of the. We flew into there on a Thursday night. I think I don't know. It was so damn long ago. Yeah, we flew in there on a Thursday night. And get out of the hotel, and we're staying at a nice place, bro. Cause my step, my buddy's stepdad at the time was fitting the bill, and he was like an IT manager or something. Yeah, not the whole bill, not all us drinking and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the hotel, the, the plane, the expensive shit, shit like that. Yeah, the really expensive shit. He was paying shit. for. It. So you're going. We were, sta- we were staying at like a Hilton resort. Oh shit! But that shit's right here. You walk out and go like a block over, and you're on Bourbon Street. Yeah. Dude, so you guys I are getting, a, you're freaking spending all the money you saved on liquor. Bro, I still will barely drink Jaeger to this day. <laughs> but we went, dude, I'll walk outside and we got there late Thursday night. So I think we had a drink or two in the hotel lobby and then just called it a night because it was like 11 o'clock when we got over there and they're an hour behind us. So like midnight this time, but we got up at like 830 or nine ready to get after it. Right. Yeah. I know I'm going all over the place. No, Why keep we just went from Vegas to bro, New Orleans. Fucking, this is this is you, man. This is your your episode of the podcast. You do whatever you but want. We went, but we went, but but we get up, getting ready to get after it. Right, walk outside, and the first thing I see in the daylight of New Orleans is this bum across the street from the Hilton Resort. And I'm talking about this ain't this ain't like a hotel, bro. No, this, this is, is like pretty, oh, a fucking resort. Like bro. nicest shit. They the were pouring furniture. us. They were pouring us bourbon, old fashions out of bourbon barrels at the bar at this hotel. And this guy's this guy's sitting there across the street. He's like this asleep. And there's like I don't know if it's like sanitation people or like city workers or something like spraying the streets off or something. They sprayed this poor bastard in the <laughs> face with a hose <laughs> to wake him up. Oh man! He's like, get your ass up, move on, move on. Yeah, damn son, damn. Yeah, but the food was good. Oh yeah, yeah. But you would? Do you think you ever go back? No, no, Mm-mm. no. wasn't worth it. Not, not, not because it's a knock on New Orleans. Just because the my personal experience there, that's the kind of place I don't need to go. What is there? Is there more into that story, or that's it? <clears throat> Ryan, man, if I sat here and told you all the stories about Vegas and New Orleans, we'd be here till fucking 5 a.m. So you can tell me half and we can stay till midnight. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit, I gotta do. But, 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 uh, New Orleans is just sh- straight anarchy, dude. Yeah. Feels like it's a college party town kind of Bourbon thing. Bourbon Street is, anyways. It's like a college party town, but it's not. It's not a college town. That's I'm one. good, bro. Okay, I'm good. But it's, it's, it's try it just by itself. Sorry. It's not a. Well, it's just gonna taste like vodka. I've never had. I don't think I've ever had straight vodka. Well, good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I drink bourbon straight. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, but it's different. Tastes like it smells like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so keep telling me some stories, man. So, anyways. 
Um. So, we're, we're so you you were at oh, Vegas, okay. and then yeah, we went to New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about New Orleans some more because that's <laughs> keep bro throwing shade, man, throwing shade. Because I mean, it's mostly dudes that listen to the podcast, anyways. And dude, so you get you get on Bourbon Street, which is where we spent majority of our time, ninety five percent of our time, and uh, it's just nothing but fucking bars as far as the eye can see. Which sounds like your kind of place, and they're all two or three stories. Maybe, but even I draw the line somewhere. Because it was just nasty? These days. No, it's just, it gets a little much, dude, after you're there for four days. Dude, you're like a grown-up now by saying that. You know that? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody watching this podcast that's been to New Orleans probably knows where I'm coming from. Yeah. And there's just drink specials. They got those hand grenade things. I drank one of those. They got these, and there's literally warnings on the thing. It says, you drink one, you'll be feeling all right. You drink two, you'll be pretty messed up. You drink three, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you drink five, you're going to need some help, is what it says on the back of it. So I drank one of those, and I'm just, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, 21, first getting in these environments, man. And I'm just mixing beer and liquors and different kind of liquors and jaeger jaeger was my big thing at the time so and every walgreens over there has a liquor store in it and it's open <laughs> container i can walk down the street yeah they got there. yeah yeah with one of the, they're like one of those cities that's got the law you can like buy a drink at a bar and walk out which with so it. is vegas yeah but like vegas man. i've been to three places like that new orleans vegas and savannah's all like that and i heard key west is like that too key west is not like that it's not no yeah okay. i went that's where i got engaged at oh okay. i got engaged in key west um august last year see i've never been to key west you've never been to key west? bro you love it i haven't even it's, been to miami bro from all the stories i've heard about miami's fu- don't worry no i've heard i've heard about that Fuck I've heard, miami I've heard. um but key west is it so like you don't go to Key West for the beach? You go there because you're on island time. And Key West is like like it sounds like a smaller version of Bourbon Street. There's just freaking bars. Dude, Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. There's just I've freaking heard whispers. bars. Dude, I'll get down there eventually. Dude, there's nude bars up there too. Like straight up, like dude. Yeah. That's I've never the, been to one, dude, but that's the thing, bro. So we're walking around Bourbon Street, and it'll be like bar, 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 titty club, bar, 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 titty club. And it's just lined up and down, and they got these usher dudes out there handing out cards and whatever. I think I still got some in my nightstand, honestly. <laughs> but they're handing out cards for buy one, get one free lap dances or whatever, trying to get Jesus people Christ. in. Dude, and, and we're talking about two in the afternoon these guys are out here. Buy one, I'm one. telling you, it's a lawless society over there, man. <laughs> and if they can make money, they will make money. And dude... So we're walking, and we passed four titty clubs at this point, and there's a guy pestering us outside of each one. So uh, finally he's like, come on, fellas, don't be scared. Buy one, get one, lap dances. And one of my buddies was finally like, I'm gay. And he was like, well, I'll give you a lap dance. What you got to say now, motherfucker? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, bro. Oh, That's awesome. Did you guys end up going to one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we did later on. It was at least dark out. I wasn't going to be one of them pervs that's in a, a titty club at 3 p.m. with my sunglasses on. Oh, man. I'm a civilized human. At least I went at night. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I've never been to anything like that. 
even in Key West, I don't go, bro. I, it doesn't seem dude, like I don't know, dude. Strip clubs suck. Really? Yeah. Is that is that the next story I'm about to hear? No, I mean no, I mean a strip club's a strip club, bro. I mean it's not like you're. I mean you're you're not going. It's, it's literally like a dude thing to be like, oh yeah, I went to a titty club. Yeah, you but gotta I mean, see naked girls. In yeah, person. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just gonna go in there and get teased, spend yeah. a bunch of money you don't need to be spending, and go home and then be pissed off about it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've, I've never had any desire to go to one of those like. Since I'm getting married, I'm uh, gonna don't. Like, you ain't missing much. Don't get married. No, 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 no. Get married. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, like for my bachelor party, like I have no desire to do anything like that. In fact, like I'm talking about planning my own bachelor party in that, like, so like I like shooting. I like shooting guns. So like I want to go uh, for my brother's bachelor party. We went and shot uh, clay pigeons for Hell like yeah, bro. for like friggin' like four hours that shit's fun bro we spent friggin' i mean it was i think it was like a hundred dollars a person and there was six of us like we spent a freaking like that's a lot of money to spend on half a day and then so we went and shot clays then we we got lunch and then we went fishing for a little bit uh just as like some lakes or some ponds or whatever and then we went uh and hung out at his house and drank and just hung out in his barn but like it's like i want to do something similar so i want to shoot um uh, shoot clays in the morning do something like that, get lunch. But then there's this, or in Orlando, there's this really nice steakhouse that I've been to before. And I plan on going there and getting like a freaking nice ribeye. And What's then, this place called? I, I don't want to say it because I haven't been there yet. Oh, okay. I haven't been there yet. So I don't okay. want, I mean, it, it's a nice steakhouse in Orlando. I'll tell you when we're not doing the podcast. But uh, so it's a nice place in Orlando. want to go there. And then I think we're talking about renting an Airbnb and then just staying the night there and like playing like video games and getting hammered with my friends because like that'd be dope. I don't have any desire. Like I've I've been to freaking like three nightclubs ever, and I was incredible. I mean, granted, at the time when I went, I don't think I was twenty one, so I couldn't drink, or at least one of them, one of them I could because I had a beer there, but like it didn't do anything. And like I'm I'm one of those people like when I'm around big crowds like that, I feel incredibly uncomfortable, and so like I need like like at my brother's wedding. I had to take a couple of drinks because, like, I was his best man. And, like, man, just something about, Oh, like, dude, being a best man sucks. Dude, I feel the pressure was... I was one once. Yeah. Yeah. And, dude... Did you do a speech? Yes. Freaking intense, as right? So, dude, as social as I am, you would think public speaking would be the least of my worries, dude. No. Nope. Yeah, man. It's scary. I blacked out during mine, and I wasn't even... I mean, I was buzzed. Nah. I had I'm to fucking, be buzzed, to, but I I blacked fucking, out, dude. So for that wedding, now this is my this is my guy. This is my best best friend right here. We're talking about. I was, obviously I was his best man in his wedding, but uh, his father in law's got stupid money, bro. Yeah, he's like moved down here way back in like he didn't move down here. He was born down here, but his grandpa moved down here like way back in like the eighteen hundreds or something. He's an older, dude. He's like seventy. But uh, they're the proper. dad or the grandpa, the the father in law is seventy. He's property rich, dude. He's yeah. got like all sorts of cattle and stuff like that. Property rich. I'm not gonna tell you where the property's at. That's fine. Or, that's fine. Or like what his name is or anything. But that's fine. He frequents that Hard Rock Casino, right? Yeah. So, and he, my buddy, actually got married in Plant City. So kind of like. Plant City area, mm-hmm. kind of near the Hard Rock Casino, right there in Tampa. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
not far. Like a 15, 20, 15, 20 minute drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which I surprisingly have never been. He got us two sweets in the hard, the hard rock? rock, and we were drinking for free all night. That's a deadly combination. The night before the wedding. That's a deadly combination. Yeah, but I had some shit popped up, pop up that kind of ruined my fucking night. But yeah, we ain't gonna get into that. But yeah, that's fine. So then the next day we. Uh, you can went, bring it closer to you if you want. We went we went to the venue and um just had liquor and beers and shit there and stuff, dude. And I was so nervous about that damn speech. Bro, that's all I thought about. I could not get drunk. And the and the thing about it is, dude, is you go I don't know how yours was, but we went through the ceremony. We went and we sat down and we ate or whatever and then did the speech. Same. I'm pretty sure that's what we did. So they let it, so they let it weigh on you for a little bit. That's all you think about the whole time. So my story, like we're in like this little like uh, room, right? We're waiting for like the whole thing to start, and so it's just me and like all the other groomsmen and my brother and you know all the dudes. And uh, so we're we're like we're drinking. But now, what what type of venue is this? It was like a barn kind of thing, like a. Like a upscale like wedding, like a I don't even know what you'd call it, like a barn barn type thing, but it was like a really I nice. We're talking about the same place. I it was in Plant City, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, we'll we'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. But so I'm sitting in this little like, I mean like friggin' like a shed, but like a nice shed, and because um, that's where the groomsmen and stuff's in, and like so. We're now drink- did it, now I'm sorry to interrupt. Did good. the bridesmaid have a similar thing like right across from it? I don't know. I don't know where oh, they were. Okay, but um so. We all took, I think we took like a bunch of Coors Light there, which is just light beer. But like, so we had to be there at, I think it was like two. And so at like one o'clock, we had all, like that was the first meal I had of the day was like 1 p.m. And we knew we were going to be drinking the whole night. So I freaking, um, we had pancakes and freaking like this massive breakfast. Get you a good base. The, the, yeah, those those protein pancakes too. I was like, I need something to last me a while. And then so we drink a bunch of pancakes, eat like bacon, eggs, all that shit. And then uh, we're sitting in this thing and I'm like, man, I'm so full. I'm trying to drink beer as fast as I can because I know I have to stand right I behind my bro. brother when he's getting married. And uh, And so like I don't like being in front of crowds. Like I'm incredibly social, but I'm incredibly social like me and you and like you know, like being recorded, it doesn't bother me. But like when it's just me and you, it's whatever. But when I'm, if there was forty people sitting over there right now, I'd be freaking like, shaking. dude. I don't even like being in meetings with like ten people having. To I don't like talking. Me. Yeah, I don't like talking in front of groups of people. Yeah. So like, um, so I'm, we're drinking beer, and I think I drank two Coors Lights, and it took me freaking like an hour and a half. Which ain't doing nothing for you. Nothing, freaking nothing, because it's going straight in that pancake that was in my stomach, and I'm well, freaking. Well, that, and when you're when you're nursing shit like that, it don't really. Right, you gotta slam those beers, mm-hmm. and I and my stomach was so full from the pancakes it wouldn't do nothing. See, bro, that's where you messed up. You need something like that. Some some Tito's would have slid right in. Listen, so kudos, shout out Zach Summerall if he's listening. But my buddy Zach or my brother's buddy Zach, he's long time, like basically a family friend. Mm-hmm. He uh, he brought some wild turkey, and so next thing you know, I was oh, like, shit. I was like, this beer ain't this light beer shit ain't doing it. And then we went straight to taking, like, shot straight from the bottle of some wild turkey. That got your boy feeling right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it should. So, r- like, right when we were getting walk out to go to the ceremony, like, it hit me. And I got, like, a, just, like, that perfect buzz where it was, like, I don't give a shit no more. 
I'm not worried about it. I'm not stressed anymore. And dude, I enjoyed the wedding so much. Oh my dude, it was like so nice. Weddings are fun. Weddings are fun, bro. It dude, I feel like if I was sober though, I would have just been shaking the whole time. Yeah. But like it went by so smooth for me. And then I mean we were I mean it was it was kinda hot and I'm in like a full three piece suit. That that was kind of that was kinda hard. But besides that, so I'm sweating a little bit and we're drinking a lot afterwards. <laughs> but when it get when it gets to my speech I'm like, I, I, I basically, once I got a buzz, I just kept a buzz the whole time. Like I would like take a drink, have a water, take a drink, have a water, take a drink, have a water. So I'm like maintaining a buzz pretty well. But then like when it got to the actual, like me giving a speech thing and I had freaking, I had read the speech every day for like at least a week going up to the, to the wedding because I wanted to make sure I, I remembered it. And then I still read it from my phone. I was finna say, I took my phone up there, bro. Still read it from my phone. Freaking, I got there blacked out not blacked out drunk like yeah, as soon like, as i was yeah. done with my speech i was fine but when i walked up they handed me the mic and i was like hi Oops, now done. My, now mind you dude this whole time i'm doing this shit i'm in school at this point this is like <laughs> recently this is like two years ago yeah so i'm in school full time at the point I, I was taking my accounting two class I had like assignments I had to turn in that weekend. I had to write this fucking speech. You've been busy, dude. Yeah, there wasn't no gym that week, son. <laughs> there was not no going to the gym that week. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man. And and like, this is also a close family friend. So like, my mom was there, my brother was there, my sister, her husband was there, my dad was there. Just I knew just about everybody at this fucking wedding, and there was two hundred and fifty people there. Jesus. Yes. I think there's only about a hundred at my brother's wedding. That is speaking for which it don't matter, bro. I'd yeah. be a hundred people, two hundred and fifty people. It don't matter. It's still more than ten, and I'm yeah, I'm done. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but so how 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 long was your speech? What happened? What's your story for know. your speech? You don't know? Did you did you black out, or did you you were able to say it pretty well? I didn't black out. What actually happened was, uh, so my buddy's wife, she graduated from UF. Her maid of honor was a friend that she, her dorm mate in college whenever she moved up there, which was 2013. But this kid, it's pretty cool. This kid that got married, my dad and his dad were best friends growing up since they were six. So this guy, I've known this guy literally my entire life. And my dad was his dad's best man, and his dad was my dad's best man. Oh, wow. So it's generational. Yeah. But his dad passed away when we were in the ninth grade. That was the sad part. So I also brought that up in my speech. So then I started tearing up, and it was just, yeah, bro. It's just, it was, uh, and then just talking in front of crowds, bro. Like, you can, you know, you can feel your voice shaking and shit, and then you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah, I lost my place (laughs) in my speech. I lost my place. I, like, I was reading, and I looked up, and I looked back down. I was like, oh, shit, where was that? And I was like, please hold. (laughs) I had to find my place again. And then, uh, so, like, with my speech, from what I remember, I got some laughs. So I was doing pretty good. It's easy when it's, I say it's easy. It's freaking incredibly difficult, but it's like, I looked up, I Googled when I was doing my speech. I was like, okay, your best man is your, 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 you're the best man speech and you're the groom's brother, like kind of thing. And it it gives you like a, it like walks you through how to do it. 
And so when I wrote my speech, it was kind of like it gave you like a like a structure to do it in. And I tried to do it, and I'm like, okay. Well, it basically gave you an outline, pretty right. much. Right. It was like, so it was like, you know, you have a real easy thing because you have a lot of time with that person who's got married. And so it worked out pretty good. Same way as me. Right. I, I try to like parallel my brother and me's, like, or my brother and I's, like, growing up, like, he did this, I did this. It's similar because of this. And then, and then at the end, I had like a sentimental thing. So what we did was actually pretty cool. So this place where the venue, there was, they called them cabins, right? Mm-hmm. So there was the groom's cabin and the bride's cabin where everybody was getting ready. Well, we get there. I'm fresh from the casino, stealing my shit from last night, right? <laughs> this is like 11 a.m. Maybe the ceremony's at like five or six. It's a February wedding, so it didn't get dark till like seven or something like that. But anyways, I had to walk over to the bride's cabin where all the bridesmaids were getting ready i'm not going to tell you why i had to walk over there but i had to go over there for something and oh you know i gotta know can you tell me off off the podcast yeah i gotta know for sure (laughs) but anyways uh i started talking to the uh maid honor before i left and she was like she was like i'm nervous i'm nervous as fuck she was like i was like me too trust me and she was like she was like, well, let's, let's practice our speeches. So we started practicing and stuff. And I was like, what if we combined our two speeches and did them together? How would you do that? I'd read a section. She'd read a section. I'd read a section. She'd read a section. So we were both standing up there together. It was it was, it was very unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything like it at any other wedding I've been That's to. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it was dope. It yeah. was no, scary as fuck. Yeah. But looking back on the idea, the concept we had, it was dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I read my speech. My uh, my fiance filmed it too. And I watched it afterwards because, like, I remember, so, like, um, you know, my brother's right to my left, mm-hmm. you know, my brother and his, his wife. And then I'm like, freaking, dude, it was so nerve wracking. I don't know if Robbie was crying. And shout out, Robbie. I love you. I hope you were crying. But, (laughs) but like, uh, I remember like uh, giving him a hug afterwards. That was super cool. But like, so like the groomsmen table, which is like all me and my brother have a lot of mutual friends. Like the people that are gonna be groomsmen grew up together. Well, the people who are like groomsmen at my wedding are gonna be like some of the similar people that are the groomsmen at his wedding. So they're like sitting like right in front of me when I'm giving the speech. And, like, I literally remember, like, I don't know if anybody else laughed. No idea. Because, granted, like I said, I blacked out. But I remember hearing that table laugh. And I was like, cool. If I get my buddies to laugh, that's all that matters to me. And so I got I got some of them to laugh because it was like, I didn't tell anybody the speech. The only person I told was my fiance. So, like, she had heard the speech before, but past that. And that's that, the thing, too, dude, is, like, even, like, practicing the speech, I don't even want to practice the speech in front of people, dude. Yeah, it's scary, man. So, I don't like th- I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. Side note, this chick, the maid of honor in that wedding, uh, got married that same year in December, and her husband, cool guy, I know him too, um, his dad was actually his best man. And it's weird, right? That's not normal. I've seen it happen once before, but his dad was so petrified in speaking in front of public settings that they recorded his speech and put it over the speakers. That's pretty cool. It is, man, but he was standing up there, too, and just not talking and like, listen, 
almost feel like that would be worse. Worse? I mean, I don't know. How would it be worse? I don't know, man. You're just standing up there in front of like a hundred and something people just listening to an audio recording of yourself talking. Yeah, but it's probably a better version. Think about it. If you could have done version. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like feel I mean you I mean you feel how easy it is to like record this podcast oh, right now. Yeah. It's just you and me talking. Yeah. But like you know people like there's probably gonna be quite a bit of people watching this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like that's not like but it doesn't bother you and me because it's just you and me. There's not I mean you don't see that as being like fifty people watching or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you and me talking. So it's much easier. So, like, if you're recording it by yourself, you get to say it how you want. You get to I add guess, all the words you need to say. And I keep wanting to lean back. You're good, bro. I guess. Do I, guess I guess I... The, uh, mic remo- the microphone moves. Yeah, I know. I guess I uh, get the concept of that, but it's, it's unique. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I get it, though, man. Because, like, how many dudes... Dude, it's got to be a skill. Like, stand-up comedians... That freaking shit, like the idea of See, going you up there and trying to be funny. too, dude. When you talk about like stand-up comedians or public speakers and shit, like that's their job. Well, they like, they were probably nervous at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm you assuming know? you do. Like, it if enough. I did that shit, if I did that shit every fucking week, it'd be a walk in the park for me. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. It's scary, man. Can you imagine being a, a, a stand-up comedian? Like going up there and like all you've done is write down jokes you think are funny and you got to go like perform them in front of a crowd. Clown. Well, see, that's why that's why most of these stand up comedians go to these like smaller places. I mean, but still, I mean, even yeah, if it's, even if it's forty people, that scared the shit out of oh, me. Oh yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, it would. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to have a couple of drinks before I went on stage. Oh, I'd have definitely. To. I'd be pulling a Ron White. Yeah, <laughs> glass, <laughs> With a glass, glass of, of bourbon. Whiskey. Yeah, on the way up, dude. I wanted to go see Ron White was at a at the uh, the Hard Rock a while back, and I, or maybe he hasn't been there yet. I don't even know yet. But freaking, I love Ron White. We went to a comedy show. I want to say it's the only comedy show I've ever been to in Vegas. Oh, that had to be the badass. last night, and it was just some dude. It was like a little tiny kind of bar, bro. I, I actually smuggled beers into there, and it was just like it was it was like a room at the MGM but it was like almost sort of like a speakeasy almost hmm. like there were signs r- r- and shit outside of it but it was like a smaller place yeah dude we did that we did that golfing trip me and one of my buddies went to a 21 Savage concert oh shit in the MGM arena where they have the UFC fights and boxing matches in there that yeah, same yeah. arena yeah. yeah we went to a 21 Savage concert dude, dude that's so much like fun bro the one trip to Vegas it was four four days Four nights kind of thing? Yeah, four days. That's freaking... uh, Four days, three nights. Three nights. You guys did some shit, man. Because you were telling me off the podcast that you were freaking hammered. I mean, you were like hungover for like four days. Yeah, bro. It was like like literally, obviously, I don't know what CTE feels like. I don't even know where you're going with that. But that's I felt amazing. like I had CTE for like that week. <laughs> Your brain was like a raisin. It wasn't working, dude. Like I feel like I had to reteach myself how to do my job. <laughs> dude, these liquid IVs, man, they, they make a huge difference, right? Mm, I, I Anytime other than that Vegas trip. Anytime. Yeah, I say I always try to drink a liquid IV. Now, like, so like I, I have a subscription to liquid IV. And so we get them on a regular basis. And so I pretty much ha- always have them on hand. 
Man, I'm telling you, when I oh, get no, done, they're clutch for sure. When I get done drinking, psh, oh, they're clutch for sure. Yeah, even if I drink half of one. The trick is, drink one before you go to sleep. As I'm saying, even if I drink half of one before I go to sleep the night before, I wake up the next day. I'm like, perfect. That's why I'm, I wanted. That's why I knew we were going to be drinking on this podcast, dude. But but for me to be hungover, like I really got to tie one on, dude. Yeah, dude. It don't take much for me, dude. I gotta be like. Like blackout drunk? I don't. I don't usually black out, man. You ever blacked out before? Oh, absolutely. Had never had everybody. I don't know. Tell me. Tell me your blackout story. I'll tell you mine. Which one? How many times? I don't know. A few times. Tell me your favorite one. How about that? I'll tell you my favorite one. My favorite one Mm -hmm. would have to be the first time I ever drank. First time you ever drank, you blacked out. Jeezy Pete, go ahead. I was sixteen. What? Not gonna say who supplied me the alcohol. So, so you're uh, okay. So go ahead, tell me, tell me your story. So we, we, uh, well, I guess <coughs> I'm gonna tell the story. I guess they can't get in, tr- in trouble anymore because now I'm fucking 27. <laughs> but anyway, statue limitations or some shit, right? So, anyways, um, my dad's best friend that he grew up on the same street with back in the day, their same age, his birthday's on New Year's Eve. So back in the day, me and this kid that um, I was best man at his wedding, him, my dad's buddy's friend, two sons, and this guy's brother and two sisters always used to go up to this river and hang out. It's like a big party, bro. It's like a little island off the river in Wikiwachi, bro. It's badass. But all these people are older than me. Like, my buddy's a year and a half older than me. The other, my dad's buddies, two friends, are like two or three years older than me. Because my dad just turned 60, bro. My dad had me when he was 32. My so, dad was in his 30s, too. Yeah. So, anyways, these guys are drinking and shit, right? And uh, I think I'm like in my sophomore junior year something like that young real young bro way too young to be drinking and um they were uh drinking like jim beam i don't even remember exactly what it was it was like it was some kind of whiskey i think it was jim beam and some shit whiskey like that yeah, yeah some shit fucking whiskey yeah and uh my buddy uh his name's grady and he shout out yeah he's like 31 now he's actually a helicopter mechanic in hawaii now oh shit what a job yeah but anyways he's he's the guy whose birthday was son so anyways he was uh pouring i'd take like two or three sips out of a dr pepper and he was pouring jim beam topping it off with that Mm -hmm. i had like two of those right well granted my first time ever drinking like that shit hit you like a freight train oh for sure dude yeah so, needless to say, I wind up getting noticeably drunk and getting caught by my pops. Oh, shit. Well, me and my pops were crashing in an RV out there because it's like, it's cool because it's like a circle of houses and in the center of the island, there's like a burn pile and a place where you can park campers and stuff. Well, me and my pops were staying in an RV right here. So... My dad took that as me, like, drinking behind his back and stuff at that young of an age. 
don't know if he got embarrassed or what. At this point, I honestly was not making an ass of myself. Okay? But he found out I was drinking and stuff. He was like, oh, you know what, son? You go behind my back and do that shit. He said, he said we're going to the camper and we're going to sleep. This is like 8 p.m. on a New Year's Eve. So I'm sitting there laying on the couch, not ready to go to sleep. I'm basically, essentially, I'm going to go ahead and say, pitching a fit, right? And I bicker and moan for like 20 or 30 minutes till my dad gets up, right? And just pissed the fuck off. Like, son, if you don't go to sleep, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. Shit like that. And I'm 16, right? Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll stop. I'll stop. And he goes back, lays back down, and I start bickering him on again. He's like, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. You're already drunk. He said, let's just go outside. And at this point, they're having a bonfire right outside the RV. So I walk outside. I'm hanging out with my friends and stuff. My dad's sitting there with one of their other buddies with a handle of crown. He's like, hey, son, come here real quick. He said, "He said you want you want a drink and stuff? He said, I'm going to show you what it's like to drink. He said, me and you are going to go shot for shot. Oof. Oh, man. My, with a handle my, of crown. My blackout story's got a shot to shot story. With a handle of crown, right? And he's like, he's like Bruce, because that's his buddy. He said, Bruce is going to pour him. And he said, me and you is going to take him. Dude, he's trying to teach me a lesson, right? So, uh, I think it was something crazy, like like seven or eight shots, like back to back. But see, I was already buzzing, dude. I wasn't drunk anymore at this point, because I went and laid down for a couple hours. But I was buzzing beforehand. And um, it was like seven or eight shots but i didn't realize he was filling my shit up because it was a like a plastic shot glass so i couldn't see the content of it he was holding his thumb over the bottle when he was acting like he was pouring my dad's and he was filling me up oh shit yeah they're teaching you a lesson right and these houses around the island, I know all these people because we used to go there every year. They're on stilts, and it's right on the river. It's badass. Yeah, in case it so floods. I, so yeah. I, stu- I, stumble, I stumble over to one of these people's houses. They're watching basketball or some shit. And at this point, all the liquor hadn't hit me yet. So I stumble over there, and I'm just, and all of a sudden it hits me, dude. I'm fucked up. I kick my damn shoes off over there, apparently. I don't remember this part. This is kick so my this is shoes off, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm fucked up. This and that and the other. And I'm 16 at the time, yeah, mind yeah. you. Wind up having to get carried back to the RV. My dad's stuck there hanging out with his buddies. My dad abandons me at this point. Bro. <laughs> He's so mad at he you. He abandons He's me, so dog. So mad at you. Uh, yeah, he abandons me. He's still out there by the fire, hanging out with his buddies. And two of the guys carry me back to the RV, right? And they said, uh, they they took me inside and, like, threw me on the couch because I was sleeping on the couch in the RV and uh, walked away. Well, they said as they were walking away, they heard the door fling open. And I was like, I got to take a piss. And then I just fell, I fell out of the RV. And they were like, took me back inside, threw me back in the bed. And next thing I know, I'm waking up, it's like 7.30 the next day. I barfed all over this RV, dude. All over it. First time ever drinking. Yeah? You blacked out first time ever drinking. 
All right. Dad thought he was going to teach me a lesson. Well, did you learn anything? Maybe no. you knew you knew what the point of no return was at that point, or at least you had been there and passed it. I don't know, man. That is bar none the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Still. Really, first times bar none. The wow, that's crazy. So Dude, we're talking about a little sixteen-year-old liver taking eight shots of Crown, bro, <laughs> for punishment. That's like you heard the old stories. That's like the equivalent of like. You hear like the old school stories of like, oh, my dad made me sit down and smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. <laughs> it's like yeah. that, but worse. Yeah. So my uh, my first time blacking out. Or, well, no. What my first time blacking out? Worst time. Worst blacking. time blacking out. So I'm at, a, I'm at a bonfire with some buddies. And, you know, I'm not going to say what age I was, but. I'm younger than I am now. Let's put it that way. Older than 16, probably. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe. I don't remember. Something but, like that. So, I really don't. I don't remember what age I was. But, so, I'm sitting. Uh, so, we're, we're at this bonfire. And it's, dude, it's like a small bonfire. It's like me and like, I think, three or four other dudes. And uh, so, we got our tail, the tailgates are popping. We're all sitting on the tailgates. And me and one of my buddies, we're like sitting there. And he they, they brought a handle of freaking uh, white... I think it was like a Bacardi. I still to this day don't drink Bacardi because of this night. So, I mean, it's like half a bottle. And so I'm taking, we have those, uh, those real tall shot glasses, the, the double the ones. The double ones. Yeah. And so there's, there's one for me and one my for my buddy. Guy. And so same kind of thing. We're like, let's go shot for shot. So me and my buddy, apparently I was freaking hell on wheels at that point and I wanted to be the freaking Billy badass and so next thing you know I've had seven shots and he's had one and I was like sounds like you got some catching up to do and he goes fuck this I'm not doing it drink back, so back. he backed out on you pretty much after like Man, one or two a, shots that's a bitch move well it was kind of because like I like, a smart like, move but well well the well, yeah it was a smart move and the buddy wasn't trying to get as fucked up as I was at you the were time. on a mission at this point apparently I was I had a death wish you're on a mission at this point but the story you were getting gets, drunk gets much better so I'm sitting down on the tailgate which you know if you're drinking and you're sitting down and when you, you stand, stand up, up and you that's when it hits so I remember he stopped to so so he stopped taking shots with me and so I remember getting another shot glass because he stopped taking shots. So I started just doing doubles of, I think it was a double shot. I'm pretty sure it was a double shot glass. Yeah. So I'm doing like freaking double shots. At this point, I don't really think it matters. I'm three sheets to the How wind. How many did you do? I remember trying to count because I remember seven is when he gave up. But the last thing I remember... And then you it, started double fisting him after he gave up? Yeah, bro. Ugh. Listen to this. And so, granted, I was I was 280 pounds then. Yeah, right. This is the, the fattest I've yeah, ever yeah, been. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I do... Last thing I remember is I'm sitting on my buddy's tailgate. I go 21, 22. I stand up, woke up on his floor. Don't remember shit between the two. I woke up on the floor. I mean, literally, it was like 21, 22. Stood up, went to go walk to my other buddy's truck who's there. And I woke up on the floor of my buddy's bedroom. And I, I when I woke up, I wasn't wearing a shirt. I'm laying there with like a freaking like sheet. And I'm like, I, I'm like, where's my phone? I'm laying on my phone. It's freaking like digging into my back. I get my phone. And this is when Snapchat was real That's big. That's the worst, bro. I get, is waking up and having to check your messages. I get my phone. Freaking. So let me just add this. This is Easter Sat the, the Saturday before Easter. 
So you wake up on Easter Sunday? Wake up on the Easter day? Wake up on Easter Sunday. Oh. I check my phone, you know, just for Jesus. And um <laughs> just for Jesus. You're so, looking for Jesus at this point. So I check my phone. There's th- which t- Snapchat's 10 second videos at this point. Yeah, at the right. most. It's when it like I first came out. Two and a half minutes of videos. I don't remember throwing up at all when I wake up, right? I but my throat hurts. So yeah. I felt like I had been thrown up. I wake up, I check my Snapchat, and there's two and a half minutes of me projectile vomiting. And I don't remember a fucking bit of it. So now, there's a large group of my friends that when I give them a call, it is a picture of me on a bed of a tailgate, or I'm sorry, on a tailgate of the bed of a truck, just freaking just shooting vomit out of my mouth. That's my blackout story. And I have no recollection of throwing up besides those videos. That's tough. I, they have videos of me rolling around in the in the bed of the truck, just like making animal noises and shit, like. like oh, that's my, the worst. God, dude, that was closest. That whole Easter, I remember we went to this like big like family event. We had like all kinds of food and games and shit. There's you want no part of it. Amazing pond too, where they're like everyone's like bass fishing and shit. They got like, dude, it's the, amazing. And this is me the whole time. I'm sitting there with freaking sunglasses and a hat on, just like in a like, freaking like lawn chair, like. Jesus Christ, like friggin' passing out. Pissed. Passing out. Dude, it was rough. Back before Liquid IVs came out, that's for sure. Fuck yeah. Dude, I got a piss so bad. I don't care too. if I take a piss. Go ahead. <laughs> take bro. a piss break. I got a piss. And we're back. All right. Back in action. So, so that's that's my uh first time. Well, like I said, it wasn't my first time, but that was the the worst time. Blackout. I've got another funny blackout story to tell you. Let's go. Dude, so, dude, I'm only throwing up from drinking, like, twice, literally. Sounds like you need to do some more drinking. No, bro. It's like, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what it is, but uh, I typically feel like absolute death the next day if I don't throw up. Like, I threw up that oh, time. Oh, dude, throw I threw up. up. I threw oh. up that time. I threw up. No, I threw up three times. I threw up that time. I threw up one time when I was at like a high school party and I was 19. That's when the strawberries first came out and I like shotgun like eight Bro. of them. Eight or nine Jesus. of them. I shotgun like eight or nine of them. Strawberries got no chill, bro. Because I asked this chick, I asked this chick if I could, uh, that's back in my great uh, goose drinking days. But I asked this chick if I could have a um, strawberry because she showed up with a 12 pack, right? I'm getting into a whole different story Dude, than what I was gonna no, tell you. No, but them strawberries are poison. But bro, poison. I uh, <laughs> so I see this chick with a strawberry, right? And I know this chick, and I was like, um, I was like, I haven't tried one of those yet. Can I get one? And she's like, absolutely fucking not. She's like, you got. She's like, you. She's like, you got your own full bottle of liquor, Ty. And I was like, I was like, well, I just want one. And she said, no, those are mine. I'm drinking those. I was like, all right. And this is back when cargo shorts were in style. <laughs> Somewhere in cargo one? shorts. <laughs> no, bro. I didn't jack one. It was the 12 pack of the mini cans, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro, I walk to the fridge and I look around like I'm like a little bandit or something. And I see those things sitting in there. Dude, I shove like six or seven of them in my cargo shorts and walk outside, bro. And I'm like, I'm going to teach this bitch a lesson. I start slamming them. Chug all. They're really good. Chug all of them. Like back to back to back to back to back. 
Dude, I wake Boy, up. Boy, you got messed dude, I up. wake up in my buddy's backyard. He lives on a golf course, actually. Or his parents do. He's, his parents lived on a golf course. They had a little condo on a... I don't know why we partied in a condo on a golf course. And it's not... When I say condo on a golf course, you're thinking like this upscale place. No. It's not. If I told you what the golf course was, you'd get it. Okay. But anyways... So I apparently disappear like 45 minutes after this, like vanish. I'm going to do that. And it's black outside, dude. It's like midnight. They walk around finding me, two of my buddies. Dude, I got a pile of pink throw up right here. (laughs) And uh, I'm I'm in the fairway of hole one on said golf course. With a cut on my arm. So they picked me up and take me inside, and then that was the end of that. I got them damn strawberries, though, man. <laughs> I got them damn strawberries. That's awesome, man. Yeah, fuck them things, bro. Them yeah, things are so loaded with sugar, too. Bro, but see, I think sugar and alcohol together. Oh, it's, get you jacked it's two, up. It's two poisons. Get you jacked up. It's like up quick. Jägermeister and Red Bulls. It's another New Orleans story for you. I, listen, you want a story about that? Um, I have a buddy who was diabetic, didn't know what a Jaeger bomb was. Yeah. We were playing like beer pong, but with Jaeger bombs. Yeah. So my friend that's diabetic didn't know that a Jaeger bomb is Red Bull and. Not sugar-free Red Bull either, right? Hell no. This is full sugar, full fat, whatever you want to call it. This is the full... Just nothing but bad for you. Yeah. And this, this is in those little... These are like these little weird little cups that have got like a shot in the middle, and then you fill the brim with whatever it is you're mixing with. So we're playing beer pong with those at at this buddy's house. And like... So no, it's essentially, have, it, you essentially... It's got a Jaeger bomb in the bottom of it, and it's topped off with Red Bull. Pretty, pretty much like the center of it is the shot and then the outside of it so as you're drinking it the two you things see, pour you get, together yeah you get you get the red bull at first yeah. and then you get the shot and then you get more red bull yeah yeah and so so we're like granted this party's been going on i don't know 15 20 minutes it's not long enough for anybody to be hammered and like it and so we're like sitting there playing this like game right and we're like having a good time whatever and like we look over at our buddy who's sitting on the couch and he's passed out and we're like the diabetic guy. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck happened to him? And then next thing you know, he like sits up and he's like, Whoa. and we're like, what the fuck's going on? He just throws up on the carpet, everything. We're like, bro, we haven't even been here that long. What the fuck's going on? And then like, I thought he died that night. Like we were like, we dude, this is how crazy this night was. So like, this is, I mean, probably midnight. And I went to work the next day at five a.m. So I was up at four to go to work. And so like, this is midnight. And we're freaking me and my other buddy, we're like carrying this dude back to his truck, and we're like we're like okay, hopefully he has insulin in his truck, bro. We don't know shit about diabetes. Mm-mm. We're literally like if he's got a shot there, we're gonna give it to him, whatever that means, bro. We were so like we it was the did the y'all most, give him a shot of insulin? No, <laughs> we got back to his truck, dude. He had like a two door. Like short bed truck, and we freaking scoured that thing top to bottom. Which granted, he, my buddy that helped me carry him there, was way more hammered than I was. And so we're like freaking scouring this truck, and next thing you know, we're like, I don't know where. Like, I guess he doesn't have it. Man, and so we're like, we're just trying to get him to drink water. He's like hugging the toilet bowl at the house. Like, it what was I want to know is like, 
How'd this kid not put two and two together as soon as he took a sip of it? I don't know, man. I think when you're when you're uh, when you're drinking Dude, like that, you just want to not ask my, questions. My dad's a diabetic now, man, and he, he gets. No, granted, he don't even drink mixed drinks or anything. He just takes swigs of swigs of Crown and chases it with water. But he gets hammered quick, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like we were over at his house for his sixtieth the other day, man, and like me and him were like barbecuing and stuff. He's a prof- like literally a professional barbecuer. He used to compete. I don't believe him. I don't believe you. You have to invite me. I'll bring, over. You, I'll bring you some of the product, dog. Dude, you got you got to. I don't believe it till then. But so, anyways, he's getting fucked up, dude. And this is like. Five or six o'clock, bro. And there's like, I don't know, 15, 20 people at his house, maybe. Maybe a little more than that. I don't know. But there's like eight people, seven people in his living room. His recliner's empty. He uh, he walks in there. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm fucking hammered. And I was like, or he said, son, I might be a little fucked up. And I was like, yeah, I can tell. And, uh, dude, he walks into his living room. These people are having a conversation, whatever. And he don't even look at them, bro. He turns, he shuts the light off, gets in his recliner, reclines back and goes to sleep with all these people at his house yeah. at like five or six o'clock. <laughs> dude, my dad, that's the thing about my dad. My dad, I don't think I've, I think, I don't think the closest I've ever seen my dad to being drunk was he was laughing a lot. My dad, when he drinks, it's like one or two. That's my dad it. gets mean when he drinks, dude. Yeah, not like mean, mean, but like just like smart ass, just dick like an head. asshole. Yeah, quick responses. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like fighting mean, but and like, like blatantly, he gets like blatantly shit faced. Like yeah. he wears it. <laughs> he just he just goes. There's no, there's no, the there's up. no, there's no like margin in between. It's just like he goes from straight stone cold sober to just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best, man. You can't tell me that's not a good time, though. Bro, it's funny, dude. Listen, I don't drink that often, Ty, but when I do, it's a good time. Like, like some of my favorite podcasts are the ones where, like, we got a little, we had a couple sips, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I had a podcast with uh, my buddy Cody and my buddy Wyatt at the same time, and Colton was here helping, too. You know, doing the doing was Colton sipping? Bro, we drank an entire bottle of bourbon between the four of us. Bro, we were here. That was uh, the day before my brother's bachelor party, and uh, and that night we went to a freaking uh, was it a brewery? Some kind of like beer place. But before we went to that beer place, we were freaking drinking bourbon and coke and having a podcast. Man, I was freaking like you listen to that podcast as it starts. It's just like us hanging out, and at the end of it, I'm like saying words that I didn't believe I was saying at the time. Bro, I drank with Colton one time, man. And it was, he had had told me that, (laughs) this is when him and uh, Kelly first started dating. Okay. And he had told me that he wanted to come out and shoot pool and stuff like that. Yeah. He didn't get really drunk, but we went to a pool hall and then we went downtown. Well, dude, this motherfucker ate three meals at this pool hall, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, there's something about back before he got the long hair. Dude, dude, when I, yeah, when I listen, when I was at my heaviest, I could drink so much before I got drunk. Like now, like yeah, it's a density thing, bro. Dude, it had to be. My liver now is like a pussy. 
compared to what I was then. Well, now everybody's like, got a natural tolerance, but then as you put more pounds on, bro, obviously, I mean, dude, now granted, I have seen some people who's like big and lightweight, yeah. and bro, that shit's just funny. Dude, I was not a lightweight when I was big. When I was 280 plus, dude, I could freaking, I could drink a 12 pack of beer and still be calm. You know what I'm saying? But now I drink like freaking like four good beers and your boy's sitting here like Whoa. Beer don't beer don't do it for me, dog. No? What kind of beer you drink? Mick Ultras? That don't count as beer. That's no. fizz, them fizzy waters. No, I drink I drink other shit. My, back in the day, I say back in the day like it's a long time ago, but back when I was like twenty one, twenty two, Yingling used to be my big thing. Loggers. I drink a, a case of Yingling specifically, bro. I drink Some a Ying Yings. I, I, I drink a, I drink a case of Yinglings, bro. Yeah. So horrible. Those things are like a hundred and thirty calories, <sighs> dude. I was I was two hundred and ten pounds, bro. Getting thick. Not working out either. There wasn't no muscle mass. Dude, I... uh, Right now, I'm 185. To put that in perspective. How tall are you? 5'7", 5'8". Yeah. See, uh, I'm trying to get to 190, but that's freaking hard for somebody who's six foot flat. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a hard thing to get to. uh, I've been drinking a lot of German beers. Buddy of mine went to Germany once in ireland and stuff like that he went over there he went to ireland once and pretty Germany much backpack once. oh he just went over there yeah he did like a backpacking like well like a, they rented a car and did like a backpacking yeah. trip of ireland and all that i still jazz. refer to that as backpacking pretty much but they drink a lot of beer bro that beer's really good if you can get it at a decent price but the the alcohol content's higher so like i'll drink four of those and be freaking stumbling i want to check that place out there's a place in tampa called dunderbox Dude, Did you ain't you never been? No. Shout out Dunderbox. Fucking cheap, amazing, Big beers, delicious. Like 44 ounces. Dude, I, if you want to go, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's you tell me you, you tell me a date. Like I'm not I'm not shitting you at let's all. Let's take the podcast out there. Uh well, maybe not all that, <laughs> but cuz your boy's going to go to Dunderbox and dude, those dude, great time. Dunderbox has been around for forever. Last time I went there, Freaking, there's a freaking old man there who's singing in German, Psst, like a bagpipe type the, thing. The food's really authentic too. Yeah, and it's not that expensive either. Hmm. Not that expensive. It's like you walk in there, there's like a deli and shit, dude. Really, Mister Dunderbox? Yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend. That's what it's called. I'm, you want to go? Let's go. Let's ride. All right, man. It's getting close to nine thirty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's about my about time for me to head out, dude. It feels like freaking forever when you're drinking and talking about drinking, having a good time. Dude, I'm saying, man, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this, Ty. I know nah, we've been bro. trying to do this for a minute now. It was awesome. You have a good time. Yeah, bro. I'll be a return guest for sure. Yeah, listen, as long as we keep this bottle of Tito's around, I want to come back. I want to come back when uh, Colton's here, and I want to get Robbie along for one. Okay. Me, Robbie, and Colton. Okay, let's and do you. it. Let's do it. We'll get we'll get let's uh get, do it on let's do it on a weekend though. Yeah. Let's do it on a weekend. That'd be so a we Friday or Saturday night. All right. And we just get fucked up. Let's do it. Record one for like three hours. I'm about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you doing right, this, brother. Ty. Thank yes, you so sir. much. And uh hopefully uh, we didn't incriminate too many people on this, but uh, you know, sixteen year old Ty, whatever statue limitations or some bullshit like that, yeah, right? Yeah, nah, dog. <laughs> All right, Ty. That's, uh, over a decade ago, man. Yeah, do you got anything you, you want to mention in your social media or anything like that in case anybody wants to follow you? At TyC16 Instagram. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody. I'm Thanks trying for to watching. get. I'm trying to get to 1K. Follow me. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>
Hello, everybody. This episode is over, but if you would like to support the podcast, you can head on over to the Instagram account to Somehow We're Adults and use the link in the bio to donate to the PayPal account there. All of the money that is donated will be used to make the podcast better. But either way, I'll keep it going. Make sure to follow the podcast where you listen to it for future episodes of Somehow We're Adults. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.